Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, thank you for joining us, wherever in the world you are. My name is Richard Keyes. This is... <coughs> sorry, sorry, oh, Keyes. I nearly, oh, oh. I nearly choked there. My name is Andrew Mullingray. Right. Well, let's stay with it. It's yes. a, an interesting and different way to go. Yes. Um, uh, it is the case. I am delighted to report that our audience continues to grow. Excellent. So we do appreciate all of you at different times, as I said, wherever in the world you are uh, listening to us. Now that you've found us, tell your mates... And that process will anyone continue. say nice things about us? No, yeah, plenty of nice things, Andy, and oh, and also okay. the, the the fact that we we are growing organically. Oh. We're not sponsored by anybody in particular, although that might be about to change in the yes, coming it weeks. Be about and to there is the proof yes. that we are getting more not just listenable but more listeners. Like um, it. Maybe both are like true. It. Anyway, over the coming weeks, we'll be letting you know how you can support the podcast and uh, the team as it is growing into yes. the team that puts all of this together. Uh, there are plenty of episodes to look back on. Oh, dozens, dozens, dozens with some really dozens. big names: Gianfranco, um, yes. Martin O'Neill, Joey oh, Barton, I don't know, Liam them. Brady. You yes. name them; they, they have all, at one time or another, joined us. And uh, thank you also, guys, for your contributions. Correct. We'll be talking to John Collins this week. Yeah, I like JC. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about Fulham, Monaco, Celtic. I know that's a big problem Scottish for me because I know that when we talk to him. I'll have to mention Celtic are about to win the league, wouldn't I? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. You've Before he does, because I'll have to steal his thunder. Yes. Because I will need to get in there first. <laughs> Ukraine match set for May the 31st or June the 1st. That's yeah. the good news this week. Yeah, yeah it had to be. Uh, you can't ask Welsh players, Scottish players, Ukrainian players to hang around after when the Premier League in England finishes 22nd. So you can't ask players to hang around for two, three weeks. No. Trying to keep fit. No. So, all, all things being equal, that game gets played and we will find out very shortly after. Yeah, yeah. He'll be joining us here in Qatar. Yeah, Scotland. And good luck to everybody. It's It's been a very difficult period for all of horrendous. the teams that have been waiting. Yeah, horrendous. And, and, and Not good. Holding. Um, fingers crossed. Yes. A, a, a couple of headlines. You know I love a headline. Yeah, you do. Uh, this from the Daily Mirror this week. Absolutely sensational. Just genius. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, whoever okay. came up with this should get a pay rise. Um, after Brentford's win over West Ham United, the headline on the Monday morning was East End Moyes and West End Goals. <laughs> East End Moyes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Absolutely love that. And Very uh, good. for Burnley, who uh. we here today have parted company with Sean Dyche, uh, Poison Caro for them. 
not Poison Arrow after their defeat at Norwich. And Daishi's gone. And, and uh, Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I, I've only just heard about an hour ago. And uh, I find it unpalatable, is the best thing I could say, that uh, they should do that to somebody who's given them the kind of service that Sean has given them. They, I take the opposite view. I'm absolutely delighted for him. I think he's more than given of himself to yes. Burnley. I am pleased that they have they have cut the cord and he hasn't had to. Uh, there will no. be compensation to come. He'll get a nice rest, Andy. Now, Choose well, he, Sean, he when you He should have been able forward. to see the season out and just go on his Why? own terms. And then, he, go on his own now terms. Now his record remains intact. He hasn't relegated with them once, but he didn't take Do you honestly think Sean would have wanted to go out like this? No. I think he'll no. be. I think he will I be think no enormously class no relieved class. and very, very happy when the dust settles. He warned them. He said at the start of the season, without investment, we're going to struggle and maybe go down. He couldn't have done any more. No. And so, time's right. Walk away, Sean. Keep your head up, and good luck to you. And as I say, choose well with the next one because I like to think there will be. In fact, I'm certain there will be a rash of people interested. That's who they get, though. Who? I said Burnley. I'm not bothered about Burnley. I thought you were talking about no, Burnley. Sean, I'm sure, talking no, about. Well, let's hope so, yeah. Absolutely not bothered about ah, Burnley Too much experience. They can go their own way. Too much know-how, Sean, and deserve somewhere else. Yes, Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Good luck to him. Big Sam? <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because the, the backroom staff have, have left with him, so there's nobody left. So so maybe, maybe Rafa? <laughs> Take Sam Burnley. Question, question, question. May, maybe Rafa? <laughs> no, to end Rafa. The well, maybe he's no. available. <laughs> no, Rafa's not going to go to Burnley, is he? Why? Well, it's, it's not a big enough club for Rafa. And Rafa said, "Yeah." And Rafa said, "And the difference between Burnley and Everton right now is what? Uh, about five points." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so why not? He's been to Newcastle and brought them back out of the championship. Yeah. He wants work. It's, it's a club that's close by. Yeah, so They're not going to be daft enough to appoint Rafa. Eric Ten Hag. That, 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 there's a full stop there. Eric Ten Hag yeah. to Manchester United. What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know enough about him. Casey, I know his, his record at Ajax is terrific, but it's Ajax. And I don't say that glibly. Yeah, um, you do. No, I don't, because you, you still have to do it, even if you're giving all the all the sort of toys in the store you've still got to do it and, and prove yourself and he's done particularly well really well um, but I don't know I mean that, uh, we, you and I for the last certainly for the last 10 years and, and even longer in the early days we've watched this club Manchester United um, yes know, chew people up and spit them out the club or the players well, a bit of both that got to be right now it's a bit of both but in the past even the club has, has chewed up managers and spat them out a, 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 an incredible rate and since Fergie left it's just continued to do it you know when if people like Mourinho and um, who have hugely experienced David Moyes massive experience um, you know these people have gone in there and they haven't been able to hack it and I don't know if Ten Hag can go in there and and do it I mean what is he going to be given five years to, to, to make it right have they got five years United they are the one club that has no time. That's what I'm saying. They're the Somebody one club that going needs to turn it around success. immediately. Now, the yes. problem is, and it'll be interesting to hear what John's got to say about yeah. it as well, I don't think there's enough talent there. I, I am nervous for United because I don't think they've got the right man. Uh, he's, he's another what I would describe as coach's coach. 
yeah. uh, can can quote the the manual. Nagelsmann's another one, mm -hmm. but he's getting found out. Yeah. Um, he he, you know, everything I read about him, they they, they say, oh, he's a he's a stickler for detail. Great. Yeah. Top players don't want no, they don't. detail. They don't want videos in advance of playing against the opposition. Go all the way back to Don Reavy, who used mm -hmm. to do that yeah. and brief players with 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 paperwork before games. But top players don't want that. They want a, a feel. They touch, want touch, and feel. touch. Touch and feel. They want belief. Yeah. They want confidence. And I just don't think a coach of of what I am reading about him yeah. uh, has a nervous tick. By the way, says hey hey a lot. Oh, no. Apparently. Um, oh, they'll I, jump on that, won't I, they? Of course they will. I, I don't know. See, I, I, for me, Luis Enrique, I, wait, wait post-World Cup. Mm -hmm. Wait. A play, yeah. An individual that would walk in there and players would warm to and say, hey. Who yeah, else? Yeah. I would say, you see, people won't have it, but I, Mancini. Okay. Another one that, how many times have we talked this year about coaches like Klopp and Guardiola and then Conte that, that frighten players mm -hmm. and, and, and don't take any nonsense? Mancini's one of those. Brendan Rodgers, ah, who, whose season Brendan. is coming to an interesting climax. I can see Brendan. It's Jose now in the, um, whatever it is, the conference. But yeah. you, you know, Brendan and, and uh, the outsider. And I was so interested to read the mail this week. We've been saying on this podcast and on Being Sports for three months since I told you that Ronaldo had, had uh, said, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. don't want Conte. No. That, that's why, one of, one of the biggest reasons why Conte never went. Conte didn't go because no. Ronaldo said, no, I'm not working with him. Mm. Now, the Mail reported that this week. Of course, that means now everybody can agree <laughs> yes. that that indeed happened. Uh, never mind what we have been saying for yeah. the last three months. Yeah. So I, I just don't know, Andy. I, I, uh, now, I'm not sitting here. I, 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 sit, I, I wouldn't sit here. I wouldn't dare because I don't know. As I say, I don't know enough about him, Ten Hag. But I can't sit here and say, if I was a Man United fan, would I be sitting there thinking, we've got the right man? I don't think anyone knows. I don't think they know. I think it's a gamble. I think it's a real punt from United. It really is. Yes, he's done well at Ajax, but does that mean he can bring it into the Premier League and, and take a giant of a club like Manchester United? If it's United? chewed up Van Gaal, if yeah. it's chewed up Mourinho, yeah. Moisey didn't get time, so no. we'll never know. If it's chewed up guys of that stature, <laughs> my goodness, Ralph Ranić, who came as the answer. Here, there's another one. There's another one, yeah, another, yeah, yeah. Another coach's coach from the manual but you um, don't even think that's a mess what they going to, what's Ten Hag going to do if I'm Eric Ten Hag I ain't coming into Manchester United and having Ralph Ranić as my boss absolutely telling me not. what players I can buy well and I think what Darren Fletcher's the boss Darren's made this appointment this is, is, this is his call oh, more wow. than anybody else's okay. and already Ranić saying I was left out of the process well oh, yeah, okay. yeah you were um, <laughs> let me just quote uh, from the Ten Hag playbook yes. success kommt de foot und gat de pad what? Which, of course, is Dutch for success comes on foot and leaves on horseback. Um, uh, they, they might just have uh, that's going to employed a lot of players, isn't Eric Cantona in this. That's going to a lot of players. <laughs> the philosophy, okay. attack, attack, attack. Well, Ranić came with that philosophy and yes. it didn't quite work. Well, he came with, like, uh, high-octane football, we were told. Yes. Ralph Ranić. But it's... I think it's been low octane football. The demeanour I'm reading. I'm reading obviously uh, from an article this week in the Telegraph. Demeanour a less intense Pep Guardiola, a bit of a contrarian by all accounts, but broadly seems modest, a pleasant sort. Okay. Um, so okay, we'll go with that. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, doesn't come across as a shouter. This this. Uh, oh, holistic. Paragraph. He'll be a holistic manager. I would have thought so. Yes. 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 Uh, you won't be allowed. Then players won't be allowed to shout at each other either. Close. Sure about that. Things have certainly evolved. They say here since arriving for his first day at Ajax, accessorised 
with a branded suitcase from his former club FC Utrecht. <laughs> I, bet that didn't go down very well. um, but he is a young manager who likes his trainers and and uh, his casual zippy jumpers. Uh, hoodies occasionally hoodies yeah okay uh, I don't know how that will go down at Manchester United no. but I think their fans are just so desperate Andy they are desperate that, that you know they just will, will cling to nothing yeah. but hope now Listen, that this is the right he, one he might come in and we don't know he might come in have a summer sort out a few things he, he, he's not going to get eight out and eight in in the summer which is probably what they need United at least but he's not going to be able to do that in one transfer well, window this summer. certainly not. If they don't make Europe, he, he the might, budget's not there. Yeah, no, he might just get the team playing. And and it can be done. Players who are not performing or are underperforming, and there are many of them at Manchester United this season, might just find in Ten Hag what they've been looking for. Mm. I don't know. I say might. Am I convinced? No. Soundbites. This, uh, this uh, section is uh, called With tempo that my team is playing at, at a certain stage, the opponent will feel finished. Well, that doesn't sound like Manchester United either. No. Ranić wanted uh, for that to be so, and it, yeah. it, it's impossible. No. With Pogba? Really? Um, that not, may not play well, they say here, in a league obsessed with prefacing any minor criticism with no disrespect to. That's you. Which, That's which, which me. Means, it is. Yeah. Which it means, me. of course. It is me. I, I, All I, right, it's it, me. It is. Okay. It, it, you know, it, I, I don't care is really what you're saying when you preface a sentence about that. Um, I have no superstitions, he says. I believe in my teams and the plan that we have gone through together. There you go. So, um, interesting. Who said this? On Sunday afternoon, we were treated to a feast of football as Liverpool travelled to Manchester City. Two teams, free in their minds, went out there with a game plan. To, when Atletico Madrid faced a top-level opponent, however, they looked like a team simply hell-bent on stopping the opposition. They rarely go out to win a game for themselves. It's an unhealthy approach. Um, Who said that? Martin Keown, who wants to see football played the right way. Sorry. My memory, Sorry. My, my memory <laughs> serves me well. I remember seeing Martin jump all over Rude van Nistelrooy at Old Trafford yeah. after he missed a pen. Yeah. Um, he was, and others. He was and, at Pizzagate. And, 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 <laughs> I mean, it wasn't exactly the most culture set about it. I played with Martin at Villa when he was at Villa. I was amazed after to read this that he's now, he's now demanding purity on a football pitch. Oh, really? One that he left. I mean, how many players have said, Shearer, one of them, most difficult opponent, Martin Keown. He was terrific. Yeah. But horrible. But he didn't play the way Manchester City No, he was horrible. He, he was a destroyer. He was a rash. A destroyer. Yeah. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah, I love this, actually. I was following this this fella here on Instagram. Uh, champagne with Scary, top woman. Lovely picture. Doha in the background, glass of champagne. Oh, in was the that front. me? And then about <laughs> 10 minutes later... <laughs> Where's me again? Was Lovely it? night to see Scary Clary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because... How town down, whoever he is, responded and says, yeah, lovely, right to see this post again. <laughs> Did I do it twice? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I've tried you and I'm social, good with the social no, media. It's not really I'm not, your it's not forte, is it? I, it's not my fault. When I woke up and saw that this morning, uh, I thought, yeah. oh, that's brilliant. I'm not good with that. <laughs> yeah. um, finally, there's been a lot of talk this week about Liverpool's Achilles heel, that they defend too high. Yes. City made capital yes. of it. Yes, yeah? we talked about that. Yeah. 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 Um, and whether Klopp should think about defending differently, that, that Van Dijk is, is new Beresi, because Milan used to mm. play a little bit like that. Mm. Uh, this was an interesting table I saw. A uh, number of times that teams have caught an opponent offside this season in the league. Liverpool, 124. Uh -huh. Manchester City, 76. Right. Wolves, 70. So, so 
nearly twice as many times. Yeah, so yeah. It, it it obviously works for Liverpool. Well, it does work suggest. for Liverpool. And you can't just, I mean, and in fairness, the first half against City, they did get caught. And we, we, we spoke about that on BN Sports during the game at half time. I said to you, and I'd said before the game, the only problem with the, the high fullbacks they have in particular when they go and, and vacate their areas is that the teams do try and expose them on those wide areas. They did, City, first half. But in fairness to Liverpool, Richard, they, they, they shut that off second half. They, they closed it down. They weren't as adventurous as the fullbacks in the second half and didn't allow City the, the type of space to play into in the yeah, second half. Yeah, you see, this is interesting. The reason right. I mention it is this stat. I think we all agree that Tottenham is Liverpool's toughest game in the running. Mm, yeah. Um, Liverpool's hardest remaining fixture, this from James Gearbrandt in the Times, uh, difficult match against... Uh, Tottenham. No team have conceded more through balls this season than Liverpool. No team have played more since Antonio Conte took over at Tottenham. So I think we can guess how this game's going to play yeah, out, yeah. can't we? You'd think so, wouldn't you? That'll be Tottenham defending and then playing through balls yeah. in behind the fullbacks. Yeah. For Son and others. So if it is an Achilles heel, then I would have thought that Spurs, more than any other team right now. Well, we'll have a look at that. Going to we will make it. sure we, are, we have a very keen eye on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so much else, but I think we need to introduce our guest to continue the conversation Good about night. Europe. He will have loved watching Manchester City oh, make progress. Yeah, he, he is would. desperate to see Pep Guardiola win a oh, he's a disciple. Without Messi. Oh, he's a Pep disciple. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's a Pep disciple. If there were a line of disciples, he'd be, he'd be number one. He'd be front. Yeah. John Collins. John, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Right, and before we start, I don't want you having a go at me just because you got a fluky result a couple of weeks ago, right? Don't start. I won't be having a go at you, don't worry. Don't you start. I know you'll be in a good mood. After last night's performance, you'll be buzzing. Oh, I'm buzzing all right, John. I really am buzzing. It was a great performance, to be fair. Oh, it was outstanding. Outstanding. Played them off the park. Yeah. Should have been over by half time. Where is that in the league? Where why, where have we gone wrong in the league? I know I'm, I'm asking you, a Celtic man, but where where have Rangers gone wrong in the league? Just quickly, I know we shouldn't be doing it, but we've got to. I think the old firm games have been critical. Celtic have won more than Rangers, and the rest yeah. of the games really take care of themselves. It's boiled down to the old firm games. Obviously, Celtic Parks, they got Rangers got their tactics wrong big time, right. didn't they? That off them. Uh, but it looks like Van Bronckhorst has learned from that. Um, the last game, Rangers probably didn't, they certainly didn't deserve to lose it, did they? When it comes to the old firm, John, I've asked some fairly naive questions down the years, and I'm going to again. <laughs> <laughs> are there any Celtic fans that are enjoying this run of Rangers because it's actually making a mark for Scottish football, or do they just want them out, done, beaten, yeah, out, gone? Done. I think the majority want them out, done, gone, but I think <laughs> I'm just being honest. But there's got, to be a, there's got to be a minority that's, uh, that's, that is good for Scottish football. Uh, Rangers doing so well in Europe. And also from Celtics, maybe it takes their, takes their focus away from uh, maybe the Premier League. Uh, and obviously tires them out coming back from big games in Europe. Maybe that's certainly benefited Celtic in the last few months. Yeah, well, I, I'm one of those that uh, an interested bystander with yeah, me too. No, no real affection for either, but both 
if you saw what I mean. Yeah, Depending yeah, no, on who's... Well, you're, you're a Celtic man, and <laughs> no, that's it, Keys. We don't want you. you can't, I was... Do you know what he did, John, over the years, right? You know, he kept saying to me, I'm a Rangers fan, I'm a, I'm a Rangers well, man. My, my... And then when we Gordon got the job at Celtic, he turned to me and said, well, I'm a Celtic man now. And then when we Gordon went, he says, I'm coming back to Rangers. He says, no, you're not. We don't want you back. We can do one. He, he supports the teams at the top of the league, basically. He's one of them, isn't he? Glory hunter. It's a more no. It's not. A, it's not glory hunting, John. It's a more mature and open-minded approach yeah, right. to football in Glasgow than the, the obviously the majority who are very clearly one or the other. I was able to share my affection and no, thoughts. No, you can't do that if you're in Scotland. You can't do that in Scotland. I'm not in Scotland. I'm out. I'm, as you jocks say, I'm out with of Scotland. Yeah, so I'm well. able to do that, aren't I? <laughs> I can do that. Well, you're either one. You're either one or the other. Come on. Thank you, George. <laughs> you're right. Now, JC, talk to us about Pep Guardiola. Is this the year? Do you think? Well, certainly in a good position. They're playing good football, but let's not make a mistake about it. Jurgen Klopp is a top manager, and he's got a top squad of players as well. Um, I think they're going to battle it out. Well, they are battling it out in all fronts. They're the two best teams in Europe, in my opinion. The strength and depth they've got in the squads. Maybe their second team could finish in the top three in the Premier League, uh, both. And that's the key, uh, having such a strong squad of players. Uh, and, of course, a good manager that motivates them. <laughs> and it's not as easy as people think, motivating multi-millionaire football players, keeping them happy. So many top, top-class players sitting on the bench week out, week in, week out. That's, that's a difficult part of being a manager in Liverpool and Manchester City, I would imagine. If you ask them an honest question, what's the hardest job you've got? And I'll be telling the boys that are not playing this Saturday, they're sitting on yeah, the bench. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough one for the manager. But were you, were you not disappointed to see him sell out and not play the beautiful game? Be when? reduced to fighting Atletico in the manner that they did. <laughs> no. Oh, you were obviously had a couple of bottles of wine when you watched that. <laughs> well said, we were. <laughs> <laughs> Keep off the booze when you're watching the game. Ah, beautiful football. Hey, they're a top football team, but you know, Atletico Madrid, they're an absolute pain in the backside to play against. Yeah. Um, but they did it. It was ugly towards the end, but the majority of the, of the performance was a typical pep performance, but passing, moving, keeping the ball off the opposition and creating chances. Presumably, you, you, you would defend the right of Atletico to play in the manner that suits them best. Yeah, that's a choice of a manager you know, with the group of players he's got. Um, I can't say I enjoy watching him, but no. I admire the results he's had over the years. The results he's produced has been incredible. But if you ask me, do I enjoy watching him? No. I'm going to play a, a brand new football that doesn't entertain a stadium. Yeah. Let me ask you a question oh, about City. Hang on, hang on. What, what Let me saying? just respond to that. Because I actually think it did. I, I, I mean, I know there's a, a bit like Rangers and Celtic. There's a clear divide here between yeah, yeah. the enjoyment that we all got from Liverpool against Manchester City, yeah, yeah. the cuddles that followed between the two coaches, yeah. and, and what actually, for me, was a spicier, better occasion that had us all jumping up and down, especially in the last 10 minutes, yeah. at Atletico in midweek. I mean, surely there's got to be a place for that. And, and arguably, well, it is more enjoyable. Well, I'll say, he, he is a unique manager. Um, what he's done at that football club, the way he's got the fans eating out his hands, the way he starts clapping and the whole stadium follows him, is, is really, it's, it's incredible. Um, but he loves winning the opposition. Uh, he loves playing against the big boys with probably superior talent to him. 
Um, and what what his teams sometimes lack in talent, they make up uh, ten times in effort, commitment, aggression, desire. Um, but they, they cross the line. Make no mistake about it. Every now and again, they cross the line. Uh, which in fair, <laughs> the word is fair play. But they do anything to win. But do I admire him? I admire what he's done at that football club. That would have, have a season ticket there. Probably not. <laughs> no, that I know you would. Well, That's an absolute certainty. Let me tell you, I would. I yeah. really would. Let me ask you about another question about Guardiola. Uh, wind back to last August. They don't get Harry Kane. Were you thinking, like me, like Arsene Wenger, that they might get found out without a centre forward, or did you honestly believe that they could do what they've done this year without one? I think everybody with football knowledge I think you need a centre forward to finish off the beautiful moves and be in, mm-hmm. be in that six yard box when the ball comes in. You know what? He built the team, everybody moves. That doesn't just happen. He doesn't just put a feet together. He must do an unbelievable amount of work on the training pitch, shaping them up. But it's worked, but if you'd ask most managers, you know, every manager in the world, will you win a league or a cup or a Champions League without a number nine playing week in, week out, an actual number nine that's been there yeah. all his life, then most people would say, no chance, you can't do it. But he's proved everybody he can do it. Well, so far, so, so far, far, let me yeah. once again interject. See, I'm watching the other night now yes. with uh, Messrs. Hullet, De Jong, Gray, and Andy has said all season long, there will come just one moment. I'll give you two examples of that one moment. Harry Kane for Spurs at City. Tottenham win 3-2. Just one moment. And Benzema the other night. Yeah, yeah. Just one moment. And City haven't got that option. And and time and again last night, Hullet mentioned it, balls played into the box. Centre forward, no centre forward. These are chances. No Do you think City might yet regret, John, not having an Aguero, a number nine? I think time will tell. I would love to see them with a, a Lewandowski or, or a, a top number nine in there banging yeah. in the hat-tricks every week. I think everybody would. But there's no found one that he's liked. And that's the hard part. He's, he's, he's at a level, he'll only sign somebody that's very, very special. And also can do the other things he likes from his forwards. He'll drop into the middle of the pitch, hold it up, go and press opposition centre-halves and full-backs. So he's looking for the whole package, no just a Benzema wouldn't he wouldn't he play for Manchester City? He's too static. Doesn't he run, doesn't he press? So that if you if you can't do that, you're gonna play for Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola. I don't know if he's all agree with me, but that's in my opinion, he needs he's looking for the whole package. Right. Somebody that can work, sprint, drop into the hole and score goals. So there's no too many on this planet. No, there's not at a cheap price. Maybe Erling Haaland is one that springs to yep. mind. Yeah? But that's the rumour. I think that looks like it's the one that's going to happen. Again, he's a good age. Uh, he's got the legs. He's got the work ethic. He scores the goals, right foot, left foot. He scores the header. So I think he, he would be definitely one that would take City maybe to the next level, if yeah. there is a next level. And he's fairly cheap as well. Yeah, because he's got the buyout clause. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's no surprise every top team in and the world's after him, so the young man's going to have a nice choice at the end of the season. John, do you mind if we just talk about um, Wee John for a little while? He said, when I 
asked John yesterday to join us. He sent me a picture of him on the first tee. Really? First tee is adjacent to Shea Collins. And, oh, and this it? beautiful view across the golf course to the sea in the distance. And okay. I'm thinking, what, this young boy, this, this wee John, um, who became one of the silkiest, most velvety of all footballers, John, how did that happen? How did it happen? Hey, I grew up in a rugby town, um, Scottish Borders, but my dad was from Glasgow, a mad football. Um, so like anybody, if your dad loves football, he takes you to football, he buys you a football as a kid. And lucky enough, I had a big brother. So all through my childhood, uh, no toys, just playing football with my big brother's bunnies. Um, stretched every minute, every time I'm playing, never the best, playing against bigger, stronger, faster players up until the age of about 12, from about 6 to 12. And I believe that's where I was developed and uh, made as a football player during the formative years. Um, and getting the right messages from father and brothers. Mm. So, and I was lucky. I got an opportunity at a young age, Hibs. I landed lucky. A manager, Pat Stanton, who played my position very well, gave me a debut at 16. Again, uh, good fortune. Arriving the right, the right coach. Some coaches don't give young players a chance. I got the chance at a very young age. Mm. If, if that hadn't happened, who knows? Then obviously, you've got to be Lucky with injuries, and throughout my career I was lucky, never had any injuries um, in the pathway. I got a chance to move to Celtic, came along, my boyhood club, and I fulfilled my dream, 22 years of age. Um, and then obviously, six years later, an opportunity to go to Monaco, the first Bosman player in the UK to leave. Again, good fortune, good timing, followed me throughout my career. Went to Monaco and joined a great team. Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. Played fabulous football, yeah. won the league, back to Everton, 30 years of age, I wanted to play in the Premiership, went back to Andy's team Everton, another couple of exciting years there, and finished at Fulham. Been, so it it really nice has journey. been quite a ride, hasn't it? It's an extraordinary, isn't it? Fulham you haven't mentioned, but you did. Tigana or Wenger, who did you enjoy playing for most? Oh, good question. Well, I never played for Wenger, Tigana signed me, he was a manager at Monaco. Oh. So, uh, obviously, it worked. We won a title first year at, uh, in Monaco. He went to Fulham, phoned me, says they fancy coming, becoming part of my project. Minister Fayed um, to take them up in the championship and the Premiership. I says, yep, let's go for it. Sounds like a okay. So like let me ask another battle. question. Do you regret not having had the chance to play for Wenger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I do. I think Wenger, Wenger proved um, he was a top manager. Uh, fabulous at Monaco, went to Japan and his record at Arsenal speaks speaks for itself. Uh, a top manager, that his team's always played nice, attractive, attacking football. Uh, good yeah. to watch, so yeah. uh, I admire him a lot. Yeah, very much so. I think mm -hmm. we all do. And it's a shame that he's not really in a dugout. But on the other hand, John, I like the fact that at his age, with the experience he's now got, He's sitting, talking to people at FIFA about yeah. footballing matters. We might not all agree with everything that he's suggested of late. But doesn't it make a nice change to have somebody there talking in a manner that actually we, yeah. we can relate to? Well, I think that's what we all want at the top organisations, federations, FIFA, UEFA, English. You want ex-players, knowledgeable players in important positions, in rooms guiding the conversation through its football decisions, yeah. but made by football people, 100%. Delighted that Arsene's there. 
How are we at the moment, John? I always like to ask when somebody we get somebody in, it's the, the career that you've had and the longevity in the game. How, how, how is football? How do you see it right now? Are we in a good place, the game? Yeah, I think football's in, in a very good place. Uh, I'll start with Scotland. Celtic and Rangers are playing excellent football. Really, really good football. Nice to see um, week in, week out. Um, ball on the deck, knocking it about, creating chances, scoring goals. English Premiership. I, mean, I don't think we've seen, certainly I don't know, my time, Liverpool, and I've been down to Anfield a few times. I've got a friend who's got uh, tickets in the boardroom there, so I've been down to Anfield a few times this year. I mean, it's absolutely rocking. It's excellent, high-tempo football. Man City is outstanding. Uh, Manchester United have got a bit of catching up. It's a big challenge, whoever's taken over that club. And people keep saying uh, the manager's fault. I mean, Sulkshire and then this manager. The, bottom, the reality for me is not one Man United player would get in Liverpool's team or Manchester City's team. So a manager's not going to, he's not got a, a one. He's yeah. not going to go up against those two in a season and, and beat them. Yeah, Manchester has got a lot, of, a lot of recruiting to do, in my opinion. So that's a project. That's not a one, two or three, I don't think. I think it's a five-year deal. Manchester United fans will not like me saying that. <laughs> They'll be pleased to hear you say that, United. It's a five-year gig. Well, it is. He's right. It, 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 there is no quick fix. It's, no. It, and, and this is what they've got. One, one of yeah. the many things they've had wrong. They keep thinking there is. And, and it's just not the case. John, are you happy now with your TV work? Are you done with football from the inside? Yeah, probably. Uh, just a little bit of media work. I, I, I enjoy watching football, commentating on football. I mean, it's part of my life, so... Um, Keeps me busy, keeps me active. I do a little bit of coach education, um, so that keeps me busy, busy as well. And the handicap? Uh, 7.8. So, are you using no the driver yet? Are you using the driver? Stra I'm firing it right down You're the middle. Not, are you? Well goal. done. Little See, all goal. those years yeah. ago, you were only hitting that wee three wood off the tee. Yeah. Uh, I'm up next to you now, 300 yards. <laughs> You're about 150 further than me, John. Hey, I would say 200. I would say 200. Ah, <laughs> uh, JC, great to see you. Honestly, really good of you to join us. Been brilliant to catch up. Keep smiling. Look after yourself. Cheers, fella. Cheers, Cheers John. Guys. Always a pleasure. Cheers, Cheers John. Mate. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks again to John. Yeah. He, he, he's always a listen. Good night. Pint pot, five yeah. foot nothing. Yeah, wonderfully influential on a football pitch, and a really, really nice guy. Unreal career, fabulous career. Unreal, fabulous career. Highlighted with his stay at Everton, of course, obviously. Well, obviously not, because he preferred what? to leave Everton and go and play in the in the second division at Fulham. We had finished with him. Had you? We had taken the best. Had from you him really? And we offered them away. <laughs> That's about it for this week. Thank you for your company. Don't forget, as I said right at the start, tell your mates where we are. You can get in touch with us on uh, the social media at Keys and Grey Pod, A-N-D, spell it out, Keys and Grey Pod, and uh, we're available on both Instagram and Twitter. We will speak with you next week, and next week, thank you for all of your kind comments. Watch this space. We're only going to get bigger oh, and better really? in the coming weeks.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 